2: And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for January 9th, episode 3094, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, horse people. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to
0: Horses in the Morning. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Jamie, today is Auditor Day. Yay! We have an auditor joining us on the phone today. Her name is Steph, and she's going to talk to us about her show season coming up in ranch competitions, which is one of the fastest-growing sports in the horse world right now. And she has three horses that are full sisters, so I thought it would be fun to chat with her today. Plus, sitting across from me in the studio is Auditor Madison. She's joining us today. Hi, Madison. Hey. And uh, Jamie, we have some first world problems. We still have just a few, just a few. Actually,
2: today is a big day, Glenn, for the equestrian first world problems. For the first time in the history of Horses in the Morning, there will be a live auditor provided first world problem in studio.
0: (laughs) Do you have any problems, Madison? I mean, don't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll be talking about those. So, Madison, why are you here in Ocala?
3: I recently got a job with Farm Vet, and they have eight traveling trailers that they set up at horse shows so that we can provide what everyone needs.
0: And I, I got to tell you, I don't know if you've ever seen a Farm Vet trailer, Jamie, but they're they're tractor trailer sized trailers. They're enormous. Yeah, just packed full of stuff. So where where are you set up at the World Question Center?
3: We are. We're in Vendor Village behind Arena Four.
0: So they're right next to the big fancy hotel. We are the problem with the location they're at over there, Jamie. Is it's right next to the pastry shop entrance of the hotel, and it's a French pastry shop that has like the best pastries in the world. Now they all cost about fifty five dollars each, but they're really totally good. worth
3: it. <laughs> totally, every morning that it's cold, we're all like, "Should we?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes, we should.
3: <laughs> so depends t- on how long the line is. But you're
0: from up Jamie's old stomping ground, right?
3: I am. I'm from the Atlanta area, Noonan, Georgia. It's right below Atlanta. Noonan, Georgia. I used to
2: take uh, riding lessons down there because they were the one place. It the first time I ever had a taste of eventing. I was like 12. And there's one barn that did eventing down there. I have no idea what the name is. I can't remember the instructor. I took a couple of lessons, but it, my parents would drive me because it was too far.
3: There's and a thinking lot of about it, down there.
2: yeah, now there's tons of eventing and it's
3: not that far. Mom, that was ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Totally worth it. So do you have horses? Tell us about your horses.
3: I do. I have one big horse, tough man. He's a paint horse, and uh, he is about to be nine. I got him when he was four, and then I just got a year and a half ago a miniature horse, Sweet Pea, and the kismet of this story is that they both have the exact same birthday. (laughs) So they will both be nine. April 1st. 2nd. 1st. Is the miniature well,
0: horse a holy terror? No, she's no.
3: the greatest. Her name is Sweet Pea. I do <laughs> <all> say that. <laughs> she lets me catch her all the time. She runs up to me, but everybody oh. else has, you know, they just don't give her as many treats and all the love. So she's fat, is she what you're saying. She gets fat here and there, but... <laughs> For the most part. She runs the herd. She is top dog. So, you know, she expends a lot of energy telling everybody that she's boss every single day.
0: Well, you started out like everybody else does, right? Didn't you start out in hunters?
3: I did. My mom said, you have to ride in an English saddle first, and then immediately we'll switch you to Western Pleasure because it's so cute. And I'll put you on all the bling. And I said, no, no. I would like to ride the more expensive horse shows while you pay for it, please.
0: <laughs> I would I'd like, like to, to jump. do
3: more than, yeah, more than just roll yeah. peanuts around. So yeah,
0: yeah but then no, when no. you had to start paying for it, what happened?
3: Exactly. I went to college and she said, good luck. And I said, barrel racing is so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that saddle. <laughs> oh, so I started that and that's my horse tough. Um, who was bred born and bred in Douglasville, Georgia to a rodeo farm. He is a speed event horse, but he's the laziest of them all. Like, he could go do Western Pleasure one day and then go run barrels the next, which is why I love him.
0: So, is is Georgia, Jamie, is Georgia half English, half Western? Because we seem to hear about both out of Georgia.
2: So, I grew up in Decatur, Georgia, and going to a farm called Little Creek, and my instructor was a woman named Case Marslick and she was my first writing instructor and turns out she was the only one around. It was the closest and she was a German dressage instructor. So my first <laughs> lessons were at little Creek in German dressage lessons. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then Why do
0: I picture German dressage, dressage instructors? Uh, like nuns in a Catholic school and they're, <laughs> hold, they're holding a ruler and they smack your toes every time your your heels are not down and why do I she picture that? She just
2: rolled her eyes at me all the time. <laughs> I was like nine at taking dressage lessons. I, I like I was self-taught on how to post so I didn't understand. I don't think I understand a word she ever said but I just that was what I did Um and then eventing was... East of the city and now south of the city. And then all the hunters are up in Alpharetta, hunters in Dressage and Dressage in Alpharetta. And then pretty much everywhere else surrounding Atlanta is Western. Yeah. I would imagine.
3: Yeah. Conyers. I mean, even I went and took my first uh, ranch horse lesson, which is actually, I'm really excited to hear from Steph. And that was in Milton, Georgia. And uh, mm. it's a cutting horse farm. And I was hey, like, so what are we doing here? Do you ever, <laughs> how, are you close to my age? I'm 45. I'm 29. So I'm pretty, oh. close. pretty close.
0: close. She's at trying all. to make you feel better. There's I'm pretty close really to your There's something really exciting <laughs> happening
2: in Atlanta radio right now. And I'm super excited about it. What and is th- it? Th- there's, um, there was a station called 99X that I worked for mm-hmm. at the kind of tail end of 99X. But it was the station we all listened to through high school. I mean, it was like the cool kid station. Everybody listened to 99X. It was like the alternative rock station. And it went away. But it's thirtieth anniversary. They just brought it back. Ninety nine X
0: like, like as a full a- station for yes.
2: Yeah. And I'm listening online. So anyway, that's what I've been doing all weekend is listening to ninety nine X online. They have an app. Do
0: <laughs> I'm you so know excited. any of the, the details? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I did traffic with those people. Like I, it was so crazy. That was one of those moments in life where I I was such a fan of this radio station forever and ever, and then. The first morning I walked in to do traffic for him, and I was like, I've made it. I'm on 99X. I work for 99X. It's the greatest day of and my entire of life. This two
0: weeks later. Pretty
2: much. Pretty much. No, I worked there for a couple of years, and then after I left, they kind of just, yeah, I just kind of, uh, Alternative Rock just wasn't a,
0: a thing anymore, really.
2: But it's back, baby. I'm so excited. Are I'm they still into- doing
0: Alternative Rock, or are they doing something else?
2: Alternative rock is awesome. I listened to music. I was like, I haven't heard this song in 20 years. It was great. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I was I was pretty excited about that. And then Does you that said mean you're leaving us and, to go
0: back to do uh, traffic in Atlanta?
2: Well, I did afternoon drive with Axel in the afternoons from 4 to 7, and he is now the afternoon drive guy. So, I mean, they might call.
0: Who knows? <laughs> traffic from uh, from Oklahoma. Well, then
2: I got to pretend I'm in the
0: chopper. <laughs> yeah.
2: And coming down eighty five right now.
0: <laughs> you know, traffic in Atlanta is easy. It's just always all tied up and nothing. More. Yeah, you, just, yeah, you guys are screwed on eighty five
2: yeah. on four hundred. You guys are screwed. You could on record 20. it once a
0: week and just put different, you know, different words in it. It's it's all the same every week. You would
2: just, think so, Glenn. But however. The plethora of random things that fall out of trucks on the freeway, I can't because there's a mattress one day, then one day there's a washing machine and like another day there's going to be a cow in the road. You just never know. It's exciting. I was
0: heading down 75 not too long ago, and a couch fell off the truck in front of me, and oh, I had to swerve to miss it. I was in the middle lane, and I didn't even have time to look if I was going to hit something.
2: That so- would be me going, on 995, we got a couch <laughs> taking up the two left lanes, so be that's careful, right. move over to the are approaching exit number 27. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, a couple, I want to say, like two months ago, did y'all see, it was all over a line, but it shamed me that it was in Atlanta. A- Horse trailer with two horses in it lost enough tires that they couldn't drive it anymore, and they pulled it onto a tow truck with the horses on it, and that was driving down Atlanta. No, in on two eighty five.
2: That can't be legal. Yeah. Wow. That, there's nothing legal about
3: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: See, and that would be me reporting that as traffic. All right, right now we got an idiot who's got two horses and a trailer sitting on the back of the yeah. truck bed because he didn't have a spare tire because he didn't have enough tires. The kid
3: just kept driving on with one tire like two axles is enough, you know, yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah, that would be me. Well, and how did you have a tow truck but not tires to put on the tr- the horse trailer?
0: So, the only two states I can really picture that happening in are Oklahoma and Georgia. Yeah. Maybe Florida. Yeah, Florida. (laughs) All right, let's do some daily winnies. We have two birthdays today, Andrew Renatter and Susanna Hahn. Happy birthday to both of you. They are terrific auditors with us. Speaking of auditors, we had two new ones last week, and we have a name that I have never heard of for a person's name. You've heard of it on commercials all the time, but I've never heard a person's name, and that's Melissa Pistachio. So I wonder uh, if she
2: likes pistachios.
0: I don't know. Or reaction. she like,
2: uh, that's hilarious, everybody. I don't need any
0: pistachios. But of all the nuts out there, they're the ones that advertise the most. That's for sure. And then Cassandra Adam also joined us last week. So sorry,
2: Melissa. By the way, we love you. Thanks yes, for being
0: we do here. Like you, Melissa, and I like pistachios myself. So uh, so welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for supporting us and becoming part of the auditor family. You can go to Facebook and search for HRN Auditors and ask to join the auditor room, and then also raising their plan was Shelley Billings. So thank you. thank you, Shelley, for raising your pledge. We really appreciate that as well. And of course, both of our guests today are terrific auditors too.
2: Let me do... I'm going to do two daily winnies. One, look, I just want to remind you guys that I'm medicating a horse's eyeball every three hours. And so I'm giving myself a daily winnie because this is like a testament of just utter patience. I mean, he, this poor horse. Are you getting up
0: overnight to do this?
2: Now I don't have to do it overnight. Okay. They give me a break. It's old. <laughs> oh, my God. So... That, but he sees me coming. And, and when I walk up... he the, Any other horse, this would be a nightmare with. Okay? But Salvo, he's... Very um optimistic. Like, oh, here she comes. Oh god, here she comes. <laughs> like that's his thing. He's like, here she comes. Like it could be good. Oh no, it's not gonna be good. <laughs> and any other horse would try to murder me. But I would like to let you know that on Friday, Salvo decided to have an adverse reaction to his antibiotics and freaking colic. And I was up all night. With him crap. in the Hold barn. On.
0: Sorry, who doesn't turn oh. off their phone? You think we've done this long enough?
2: Was that you? That was me. Dummy. Okay, so yeah, he decides to call it, and um, it had apparently his uh, his medicine, oral antibiotics, did not agree with him at all. And I was up all night with that. And so that was my, you know what? My husband's been gone for a whole week. Have I been partying? No, uh, because I was up with a colic key horse all Friday. By the way, he's totally fine once the medicine get out of his system. But it was pretty scary for a long time.
0: Did you have to stop giving him the medicine or was he done?
2: Oh, yeah. He's done with the antibiotics okay. for sure. I, I'm, I'm doing that again. <laughs> uh, and then it's a Saturday night. Woo-woo! What is the single girl do? <sighs> I went to the chicken auction. Again? That's right. <laughs> But I would like to make an, an edit to the chicken auction. This time, I did not go to buy Glenn. I went to sell.
0: You sold chicken. I sold things. At what a the chicken heck auction. happened to you? Are you okay? I know. Okay. Have you been taking some of that medication? What's wrong?
3: Did you lose a bet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I did?
2: Is um, remember I got those those ducks? I was like, I've had Muscovy ducks, and they're wonderful creatures. I love them so much, and I didn't realize how much I loved them until I got another kind of duck, Cayuga ducks, which are these black kind of blackish green, and they also eat mosquito larvae. They eat like all bugs, and they've been great. And then I'm, I'm sorry. Do you guys remember when I had guinea hens, and I was like, oh my god, they're so loud and annoying. Yes, these ducks yes, are yes. worse. <laughs> <They're> worse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah they just uh, it's insanity i was like shut up i'm like kicking ducks i'm like just get out of my way of course i gotta kick them but it's like lucy pulls a football away and like charlie brown and i hit the ground you know because i'm trying to kick a stupid moving target anyway they're awful i was like i can't take it anymore i can't take the ducks you caught them
0: how'd you catch them
2: we waited till they went to bed actually okay. to be fair i caught one ginger caught four <laughs> she's like and she's like a She's like a farm girl, right? You know, I'm a fake farm girl. Uh, so yeah, we waited till we went to bed and caught him, took him to the uh, auction, and I would like to let you know I made some cash.
0: How much do loud, squeaky ducks go for?
2: Listen, I think I paid two fifty for them when they were babies and they shipped in. So I had to pay the shipping. So it probably went to five dollars a duck if you averaged it out on how much. And guess what I sold them for? Six dollars a piece, baby. <laughs> I like made money on poultry. Okay, so we're just forgetting
3: that. that you fed them
0: for yeah, she, months. We're not talking about that. Yeah. Does it
2: doesn't. Listen, are you on my team or are for you? For the hundred on thousand
0: team? dollars of aggravation they gave her, <laughs>
2: Madison. We're supposed to be sisters here. Um, but I would also like to say that remember, I had the rabbit thing for a while because. April Komet goes with me and we're gonna need to get some rabbits and then gives one to Lucas and then I'm like "Why well, I can't have a rabbit alone so I have to get it a friend and then I get a friend and they try to murder each other but so I ended up uh, you know doing did you sell the rabbits too no the rabbits I gave them away a long time ago oh, okay <laughs> but I have this big rabbit hutch that has been sitting in the backyard oh, getting no. rained on it was just a mess but what it was like cute no 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 I sold the hutch
3: <gasps> that I got for free ten dollars uh, Madison, do you, a, do you have a guess? No, but my toxic trait would definitely be that I would keep it, thinking that like one day in the next 10 years, I'd get another rabbit, so I should just keep it in my yard forever. Well, I cleaned it up. I mean, it needed some screws, but I
2: cleaned it up, and I took it, and I was like, whatever. I sold it for $170. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Holy crap. wow! They were like, this thing's on wheels, because it was on wheels, and <laughs> $170. And I was like, and I'm I'm leaving right now. $20 Run. on
0: the ducks and $170 <laughs> yeah. on the hutch. I did not
2: make $20 on the duck. I made dollar a piece and I sold four. <laughs> so I made $4 <laughs> on the <my> ducks. <laughs> and I did have two roosters too. And I was like, Man, let's take those too. And so the roosters made $3 a piece. So, I mean, I like left loaded. You cleaned up. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of fun. Good time.
0: I am just very proud of you for actually selling something at an auction.
2: Oh my God, can you, I'm 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 explaining to my husband on the phone. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm going to the chicken auction. He's like, babe, we don't need any more chickens. <laughs> they eat so much and the food is so expensive and they're just everywhere. And I was like, no, babe, are you ready? Are you sitting down? I'm selling. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm like a chicken salesman. I'm a chicken broker, a duck <laughs> broker. If you have some duck questions, you just let me know. But you still have ducks at home? Well, now I just have the one Muscovy. So now I need more Muscovies. Because I would also like to let you guys know I had no mosquitoes this year. None. So yeah. there is a benefit to having ducks that, even if they're loud,
0: they do do their job. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't
2: matter. I don't care. It's a give I, and take. I, yeah. I was like, Lucas, plug them with your little BB gun you got for Christmas. I don't care. <laughs> but end up making like tons of money on them. So,
0: <laughs> hey, you know who else I'm proud of is the men's team for years on this show. Ever since it started, we have been covering the Battle of the Sexes, which is one of the first things to happen in Wellington. It's the jumping show that men compete against the women. It brings in thousands of fans. It's crazy. It packs the place. And they have it every year, and they had it over the weekend. And I am happy to report that for the first time in a long time, the men won! Yay! Yay! The women uh-huh. won 11 of the last 13. I don't know that we've ever reported on the men winning, actually. So that must have been a long time ago. Uh, and, yeah, so the men won. And they started out that the first rider that went in fell off the men. So right away, it was like, the, you know, everybody's going, okay, well, the women are going to win again. But they made a comeback, and they actually won in the end. Hey, something I'm not excited about. And I'm going to bring it up again because by God, if you got any of this in your in your barn, please just throw it away. This story, remember the story that came out a week or two ago about the alfalfa cubes in, out of Colorado that were killing mm, horses.
2: Man it really bad
0: ended. So what happened now is Louisiana is reporting that 20 horses have died in Louisiana from these alfalfa cubes. Um, <clears throat> the department, our of or Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry has confirmed that. They've confirmed that it was these alfalfa cubes that are killing the horses. So, so far it's been New Mexico, Texas, and Colorado with many other horses becoming uh, clinically ill. So if you have anything, it was man's... How do you say that? Manzanola feeds.
2: Manzanola feeds. Top of the Rockies cubes.
0: (laughs) Now, I have a question. And they give you certain dates that... But if you have any of that, just throw it away. And then the other thing they said is throw the container away. So if you're one of those that dumps it into a barrel or a bucket... Uh, throw the bucket away just throw everything away uh, don't, but, uh they don't said throw chance. them in
2: a secure container <laughs> don't leave them out cuz then birds are going to die yeah. or whoever gets into them
0: yeah get rid of them safely but throw the container away too uh yeah and now,
2: it, it, it's always been cubes i feed alfalfa pellets is that like different? Did, Jennifer did it...
0: explain that, that there's a different process for making the cubes than the pellets, and you're less likely to see it in the pellets than you are cubes.
2: Yeah, it's like they're cooked and compressed yeah. or something. There's I don't I know. Didn't... I don't know what it is, but it has got to be something different because all I've heard is Cubes.
0: So this is botulism, by the way, and th- these are the symptoms, but let's go over that. So it, whether they you feed these or not, if you see these symptoms, it could be botulism. Uh, and of course, what you do then is immediately call your vet because this a lot of times doesn't end well. Uh, so it's uh, signs of neurological illness, uh, muscle tremors, difficulty eating or swallowing, difficulty standing or collapsing. Now, that describes about every symptom that a horse has for anything they get. So I don't know how, you know, it, basically, if your horse does any of those things, you should be calling the vet anyway. Um, but yeah, this is a bad one. So, you know, God, if you have top of the Rockies alfalfa cubes stored up, just throw them away. <laughs> Let's just get rid of them. I wouldn't even, I don't know about you. I would not even look at the dates. If I, when I hear about a food recall, I don't bother to go look at what the lot number is. I just throw that crap away.
2: You know what? My mom always said, if in doubt, throw it out.
0: That's right. So that's what I do. I throw it away. So now you are, um, you're not alone anymore. Your your family is home. Back to normal this week? You can just...
2: um, well, back to normal as far as my husband's been gone a week and he's on call and he's probably going to have to go to work uh, in a few minutes.
0: Okay, there you go. One of the things that's uh, happening right now is the World Equestrian Center and... Our special guest in studio is working over there. So, uh, tell me, uh, Madison, about uh, about what it's like to work at over there at the World Equestrian Center. Well, I happen? have
2: a question. Did yeah. you drive in for the first time? Like, I want to know what your opinion was when you drove in for the first time. Like,
3: what do you think? So, well, this was not my first time there, I like for vacation like to go to different equestrian venues, like horse show venues. So I've been to the World Equestrian Center a couple of times, but I mean, I know the first time I walked in, it was just absolute awe. Uh, I came down with my mom a year and a half ago, I guess. So there was a lot less than there is now, but it's just, you know, what everyone says is Disney World for horse people. And they, the way that they keep the grounds clean and the barns clean is next level as well the the stalls wow. like the ability of that team that they have going working all the time picking up trash even <clears throat> picking up like the horses poop as they walk towards the arena you don't realize how much of a difference that makes in your experience as a competitor or just as a spectator but I mean, once you've been there, it's it's hard. Yeah, to it's, it's kind
0: of it's go kinda, anywhere else. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we're all used to Kentucky Horse Park, right? Which was which we thought was the epitome of uh, horse horse things in the United yeah. States until they built this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. Okay. So yeah. So there's a lot going on right now, um, especially the Saturday night. Have you been there for any of the Saturday night lights competitions? I, I went last night. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's something to see. And they have Grand Prix there on Saturday nights. And and uh, one of the things where you're set up with your truck is also near the ice cream uh, store and also the pizza store. Oh, I'm well so. aware. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well aware. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird because, you know, so they'll have these Grand Prix like this week coming up as the Coca-Cola beverages, Florida Grand Prix, $100,000 in prizes on Saturday night. Do they pack it? Does it get busy?
3: Last night it was packed at by five o'clock when I left work to go home and, you know, take a rest before coming back to the show. The front parking lot was more than halfway full. And then when I got back, I had to go park.
0: At the barns. And they're huge parking lots. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's amazing now. I think what's happening with the World Equestrian Center is that locals are finding it and locals are coming out to watch horse things that aren't even horse people. Yeah. You can see them walking around and you can see them making comments and you hear them making comments and you go, oh, yeah, not a horse person.
3: Or <laughs> so, their outfits. Sometimes. Yeah, or their outfits. Skip them <laughs> yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah exactly shoes maybe
0: exactly (laughs) so we do see a lot of that but i mean they have all kinds of other stuff too like this weekend there's a cheerleading competition going on there
3: and the boat show
0: boat show was there (laughs) just ended yeah Yeah. so there was was all kinds of stuff
3: in uh december there was a horror con spook oh really (laughs) yeah uh spook Cala, they called it that's right remember we talked about that
0: glenn
2: i was Find all the celebrities that were in it. That's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you can find out all the details of what's going on at com. They also have a magazine. You'll find it on there. It's a really cool magazine that they do a lot of uh, interesting articles in. And uh, if you want to visit Madison, you'll go to which booth is it again?
3: So it's in Vendor Village behind Arena 4. And you can't miss us. It's a
0: giant truck that says Farm, Farm Bet. Bet, yep. All right. For all of your needs right there, I'm sure riders appreciate you oh, being yeah. there, too, because everybody always forgets everything when you're going to <laughs> yeah. horse shows. Even if you're going there to stay, you've forgotten something. Jennifer's, it was girths. I can't tell you how many times we bought girths that she forgot her girth at horse shows.
2: And I buckets,
0: buckets.
3: Buckets? <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of feed scoops. Yeah. This first week, people are like, ah, so I've been borrowing the one next to me, but I should probably buy one now.
0: Stirrup leathers, always a popular one for people forgetting stuff. Uh, Stirrup leathers is always big.
3: A lot of whitening shampoo.
0: (laughs) The one year we were doing shows, we had a store too, and we did shows, and it was belts. People would forget their belt. I don't know how they left the house without their belt, but they would forget their belt, and we sold a lot of belts.
3: I've definitely used uh, baling twine. To hold
0: up my pants once or twice.
2: <laughs> dog leash, baby. Dog leash. Yeah, yeah, that too. Lead
3: robe. Yeah.
0: And everybody, like any other horse venue, brings their dogs. There's lots of dogs there.
3: I mean, that's my favorite part of the job.
0: But they are strict about keeping them on leashes at this place. Well, they're supposed to be. You're supposed to keep your dog on leash at this place. I don't know how strict they are.
3: I mean, they're such well-behaved dogs. Like I, the dogs that stay on the golf cart. I mean, I go out to say hey to them because uh, that'd be rude to not. But I'm just like, my dog would never stay on a golf cart.
0: (laughs) All right, let's meet another one of our auditors. Her name is Steph Pesca, and hopefully she's going to become a Spotlight Rider this year. As I said, we were taking a look for Spotlight Riders, and I was looking for riders that were also in the Western world, and she competes in ranch classes. And she does live in Wisconsin, and that, we're hoping that's uh, one of our first states on the road show this coming fall. Well, hi, Steph. Thanks for joining us today. It's Auditor Day here on the show.
1: Hi, so happy to be here.
0: So where do you live? Where are you at?
1: Um, I live in Tomahawk, Wisconsin.
0: That's the best name for a town ever. <laughs> so tell tell us about what you do up there in Tomahawk, Wisconsin with the horses.
1: Uh, so I show primarily ranch horse. Um, I have a herd of six, but a string of three. Um, we pretty much just like to go to some open and breed shows, show some ranch horse with my herd, and have fun.
0: Okay, before we get into your horses any further, I have to ask you, are you insulted every time Jamie does no. the Wisconsin accent?
1: No, no, no. No, I actually think it's funny. Okay. Oh my god, I love her so much. She we hold our O's and our A's, so that's if you want to get it a little bit crisper, hold your O's and your A's.
2: Okay, how does the A holding sound? I know the O, oh, I got that.
1: So like so um A so <laughs> um like when I say yeah, I'll hold my A a little bit so yeah or saddle, I end up holding my A a little bit
2: more. Saddle.
1: Okay. 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 <laughs> okay.
0: Good. We'll let her practice that on her own. I'll mute her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Steph, uh, you have something that's interesting. Are You said that your show team is three horses, but they have something that, uh, well, they're kind of related, huh?
1: They are actually three full sisters.
0: Wow. So t- tell us about that.
1: Um. So I actually, I got my first... Uh, Little filly. I got her as coming a yearling. I absolutely fell in love with her. She was just wicked smart. And I ended up getting a hold of the breeder about a year and a half later who ended up having the full full sister available that he actually wanted to keep back to breed. And I was like, okay, hold on. I really want her. Let's make a deal. And he was more than willing to make a deal with me seeing how well the other sister was going. And then the same thing happened again. So I ended up with three.
0: <laughs> you and Jamie get along so well. <laughs> you, just, you, two are, you two are sisters. <laughs> so tell us about ranch classes. What we, We've talked a little bit about, you know, ranch showing on the show. And I know it's one of the fastest growing things in the all of horse sports. So tell us a little bit about how they work and what happens.
1: So in the ranch classes, from what I see... I see it having a little bit more movement in the classes for the people who don't necessarily want to go into the speed end of things, but maybe Western pleasure really isn't their field. I feel like the ranch classes end up having a good standpoint for those people. So in the ranch class, a little bit higher headset. Um, where the pole ends up being a little bit even with the withers versus being down farther, it's a little bit faster classes. The horses have a more elevated lope where they're actually covering ground a bit more. um you'll have a regular trot and you'll have a jog, so they end up having two different um gates there. Sometimes they'll even throw in a hand gallop. It's just overall a really fun class that I feel a lot of people are finding fun as well. Having a little bit difference from the Western Pleasure end, if that makes sense.
0: Well, yeah, because it's really supposed to replicate working at the ranch, right? It's supposed Correct. to Yeah, Wait, that. wait,
1: wait. Are you telling me that Western
2: Pleasure doesn't look like regular ranch riding?
0: Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> now do they do anything do they do cutting and anything uh, things like that in the ranch classes as well so the certain
1: shows like the foundation and the ranch horse association they do have cutting classes raining classes ranch riding ranch pleasure they really have a whole bunch of different classes that can gear you in any direction Um, So they will have a straight up cutting class. They'll have your regular ranch pleasure where you'll walk trot lope on the rail. You'll have a ranch riding class where it'll be a pattern. You'll normally go over a couple logs, perform with your horse having a spin, maybe a sliding stop, stuff like that. So you need to have a horse that can do ranch work. But also have a little bit of the horsemanship side of it. It just seems to be an overall well-rounded group of classes.
0: And that's what your appeal was?
1: Yep. So I used to show Western Pleasure and Barrel Racing. And I started to get out of the Barrel Racing and I got out of the Pleasure and ended up falling in love with the Ranch classes just because... You can let your horse more or less be free and get their natural movements. You don't have to slow them up a whole lot. They can just perform to their abilities. And I feel like a lot more horses are happier in the ranch horse world than trying to really slow them up for the pleasure. Not that pleasure horses don't like their jobs by any means. But what I feel with my horses, the ranch horse direction was definitely the way to go with them.
0: Tell us about Emmy.
1: So Emmy is my coming 4-year-old who is an absolute superstar. Um she's kind of the golden child. Uh she you could take her anywhere you want to. She is calm, level-headed, doesn't care what you do. Um she's just an overall really, really great horse. I've had her for just over a year now, I did end up selling her for about 10 months when I bought her back because she wasn't working out for the previous owner. And you're like like a really good business person. Okay. (laughs) Really good. business. I bought her back and I was like, well, we'll just get you started under saddle. We'll see how you do. And she is just awesome. I mean, I've roped off of her We've worked cattle, worked a flag, and nothing extensive. It just cut, came naturally for her. And it was so easy. I took her to a show, and so many people were complimenting me that she's just so quiet. She doesn't spook at really anything. She just wants to have a good job. She likes to be pampered, and she just shows her best, and she makes it my job so easy.
0: And she's four?
1: She's four, yeah. She's coming <laughs> four, so she's not even quite four yet. She wow. literally has a mind wow. of a rock star.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Well, you're lucky if you can get one of four that's that way, because then you, you just have a whole lifetime to enjoy that horse instead Yuck. of them getting that way when they're 10, you know? Right. Yeah.
1: Now her younger sister, she's a little spitfire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why are sisters? Siblings are never alike, are they? They really are. They
1: have all three of them have one interesting trait that they all do when they all go play in the pasture they all take their head and they like flip it up in the air and they all do it the same exact way when they're running through the pasture and I'm like that's how I can tell you guys are siblings because none of them look alike one's a bay one's a bay roan and one's a buckskin roan so you wouldn't think they were sisters but they are.
0: You <laughs> want When you send a picture, we'll put the picture in the show notes. So if anybody wants to see the three ladies or actually four ladies in the picture, um, we'll post that in there. And when I looked at it and you said they were sisters, I was like, really? <laughs> you're right. They don't look alike.
3: <laughs> yep. So is that mare going to have another baby? Like, is there potentially going to be a fourth to this family?
1: So they did breed the mare back, but it's not to the same sire. So I was kind of like, well, I don't know. It's not a full yeah, sister. Yeah, you know so. one
0: of those half sisters. No. Who wants one of those? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is you. So you're going to keep up with us all year. We're going to be following you as one of our spotlight riders, and uh, I think this is going to be great fun. When does show start for you?
1: Um, I have actually have a cattle sort that I'm going to January 21st, and then after that, I really start showing heavily for ranch horse the beginning to middle of May.
0: Yeah, you are in Wisconsin. So
2: I, mean, I yeah. need her to be like our spotlight writer or one of them because I she need to hear her. She is. She's our spotlight. She's one of them. Like I'm pretty sure that we're best friends now because I, she's actually helping me talk like her. No, that, that was Jersey. Dang it. I messed up. All yeah, time. gotta hold the A's and the hold O's. Hold the A's Oh, <laughs> and the O's. And we're gonna get this. OK, well, Steph,
0: I
1: don't know if okay. you heard, but
0: we're hoping okay. to start our road show this okay. year in Wisconsin and then head west. So I hope we get to meet you this year.
1: Yes, fall. definitely. That is on my goal list is
0: to come and meet you. <laughs> OK, good. Well, uh, actually, we're going to stay at your place, so you better get it ready. Cause...
2: That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and by the way, can he, make threatens, it work. <laughs> he threatens that he's going to stay at your place and he will.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's right.
2: You'll wake up and you'll be like downstairs in his
0: robe. I'll be in my robe. uh, That's right, drinking (laughs) coffee, (laughs) eating donuts. Good
2: morning. That you're going to sleep all day. As long as you'll
0: help feed the horses, right? That's right. So we're hoping to find other spotlight riders this year. And we really do like, uh, you know, it's fun to follow pros, but it's it's really fun to follow people that are like us out there just trying to show and do the thing, especially if they're getting into something new or there's a unique story to it. So uh, like Kira for instance, who we will be still following this year, by the way, because we can't give up on Kira. Um, and we, so contact me. That's what Steph did. And it was easy, right? You just wrote me a note, we chatted, and here you are.
1: Yep. Very, very easy.
0: Yeah, very good. Well, thank you for being an auditor, a listener, and now one of our spotlight writers for 2023.
1: Well, thank you for having me. Yay! I'm so excited to have you guys follow my journey.
0: All right. You and Emmy, we're looking forward to it. Thanks, Steph. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So, Jamie, tell us about Purina.
2: Your horse has unique feed needs and Purina has you covered. From breeding to senior horses, from performance horses to easy keepers and everything in between. Purina has an extensive portfolio of research-backed options for your horse. There's no shortcut for quality nutrition. Cheaper isn't cheaper if it doesn't work. Put their research to the test find optimal nutrition at any level at your local Purina retailer or visit PurinaMills.com to learn more. It's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems.
3: This ought to be good
2: just rolling through all this. I'm not prepared. You're catching me off, <laughs> we can, off guard. We can
0: start with our in-studio guest for a Question I want to finish, finish with her. I oh, want to okay. finish with her. All right, good. So let's go. explain what this is, a Question of First World Problems. Uh, again, back to our auditors. This seems to be auditor day here on the show. By the way, if you want to become an auditor, just go to horseradionetwork.com. Click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. Okay, Madison, is being an auditor worth the money?
3: Absolutely.
0: Okay, there you I go. I mean,
3: at least... Just to get to tell y'all what you did wrong in the show, right?
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. Like, and I put out a request, Jamie, I don't know if you saw this, where we're, the focus group changes over every six months, because it's our focus group actually is a group that's dedicated to helping us improve the show. And it's a lot of work, because I have to listen to every episode all week and comment on it and, and give us their opinions. And I asked for new focus group people, and there must have been 30 people that signed up. So, so
2: they want to just bash us. Yeah, that's, cool.
0: that's it. I just want to say bad things about us and get away with it. Yeah, but, when you pronounce someone's name wrong, we yeah, have to be able to tell right. you. And I do that plan so, yes, uh, if you want to become an auditor, go to network.com and click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. And for as little as $3 a month, you can also give us your equestrian first world problems.
2: That's right. And we're going to start with Debbie's today because, remember, we have our first live in-studio equestrian first world problem, but we're going to save that for the end. Uh, Debbie says, the horse that I'm leasing just came up for sale, and they offered me the first option to buy her. But if I buy her, I can't afford to go to the clinics and events I wanted to take her to this year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is true. (laughs) It's it's usually one or the other. (laughs) You have a year to bond um that's not making her feel any no no
2: No, again that was a lot of people had opinions to help her and and that's That's like
0: buying a race car and not getting to race for a year because you can't (laughs) afford because you bought the car exactly
2: rachel said i made extra sure to buy a baby And this is our former spotlight writer, Rachel Rosenthal. I made extra sure to buy a baby with two laid back, easygoing parents. And now I have a coming two year old that requires a rocket launcher and a cheerleader with a pet (laughs) band to get her to do anything faster than a walk.
0: (laughs) I had a driving horse like that once. (laughs) It was so boring. It was the most boring thing I've ever done. <laughs>
2: See, my Andalusian is like that and then I have his twin brother which is Ace, the the great 3-year-old Thoroughbred and he, they could not be more opposite. I mean, I mean, and and just how quickly the co- the Thoroughbred learns versus the Andalusian is like, I don't know, prove it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like training Homer versus training a Border Collie. <laughs> it's like the results are going to be a lot better for one of them.
3: Mine's a little right. different. My horse is super lazy, but his baby is psycho and was like jumping out of the fences at two years old. Hmm.
2: So, you know, Zeus <laughs> lives in every, all of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Carrie says, my new horse came today and he's so cool. But now I have to go shopping for blankets and a saddle and a bridle and cute saddle pads and, and, and. <laughs>
0: and yeah, you, you won't be able to afford to show either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alex, I get, I get, I feel Alex, my schooling boots are about shot, mine are too. And I really want a pair of brown tall boots, but I'm afraid they're going to clash with some of my breeches. So like, I guess I need to get one brown pair and one black pair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that solves the problem.
2: <laughs> uh, a couple solves more. solves the problem
0: except the problem on your credit card. That doesn't solve that problem.
2: Listen, we don't have to answer to you guys. We just <laughs> do what we need to you do. What you do you, baby. <laughs> Adrian says, my husband brought the horses in for me tonight, but I miss them now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chad, are you down there? Just making sure you're saying I'm not the only crazy person. Okay. (laughs) Um, Jessica says, I was giving my horse a bath yesterday and I went to wash his butt because he gets like really sweaty in between the cheeks. And so I went to spray him and then the water bounced off. Of his butt and hit me right in the mouth.
0: <laughs> oh. No, no. Mm.
2: delicious. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, okay, and Who now was that uh, can what's the first name of
2: that one? Jessica. She's in Florida, so she uh, gets yeah. butt sweat on her horse. You got to hose that Never stuff allowed
0: on. back here again. <laughs>
2: you know the problem is you went to pelt it. You just gotta like put the hose right up to it and use your hand. You just gotta get in there. <laughs> just get in there. Those butt cheeks. Come on. All right, it's now the it's the worst time. when they
0: have diarrhea. Then I have to clean them up after. It's like, Ugh, oh, like you've ever cleaned up and... diarrhea I have, on a horses' actually, legs. I have on my pony. I Getting have done it that. out of the tail. Yeah, getting Oh, that's the worst. It gets all crusty in there.
2: Soak it in a bucket, the tail in a bucket, and then you're going to hold this like poop soup bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, that doesn't bother me at all.
0: It's really <laughs> hard when it's a
2: miniature
3: poop? horse and you're oh. like sitting on the ground with the bucket, too. Oh. Uh.
2: These are fun conversations. Anybody having breakfast right now? Mm, delicious. Okay, now let's move on to um, our first ever live
3: in-studio. Madison, take it away. Okay, I'm going to try and do the Jamie Jennings inflection. Okay. My horse is going so great, and I'm so excited to start ranch riding, but I have to work in Ocala all winter. <laughs>
0: that's a perfect one. That's- oh see, that's God. an example of a perfect question for a small problem right there. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, that sucks. Right it next sucks to the pastry shop,
0: the ice cream store, and the pizza place. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then your horse is going my mom was gone in Florida working all winter and she came back like twenty pounds heavier, not to <laughs> yeah. carry her butt and around. So out of like,
3: shape. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and then for my mini horse, I bought her twinkle toes, which I remember as a kid being so much fun, but I forgot that it's impossible to get off. You have what to, is it? to you have to it's like nail polish for their hooves oh, but you have to yes. shave it off <gasps> no like with a rasp serious? so she just i left it came
0: back in the 90s
3: her toes we, are we, purple
0: we we were the, one of the first ones to carry it online and we sold a ton of that stuff yeah
3: and then they bought it once and they bought it once and it's still <laughs> on their hooves yeah, it's still there. today how long does it take for a hoof to grow like 14
2: months a year yeah it'll just be there so i'd be like oh my god your roots (laughs) are showing like (laughs) like your roots are showing you gotta like put some more at the top yeah no it's that's weird i didn't know you had to do that i just thought it like wash off yeah i'm just gonna ask the farrier
0: yeah i it is true that stuff never comes off
2: maybe i should get some of my own fingernails
0: (laughs) yeah you never have to do them again never never have to do them again. it smells just like
3: nail polish it won't
0: it did. On. I remember that stuff. Oh, my God. Is it still around?
3: I was down in Wellington uh, in December, and there is a giant tax store that...
0: There's a big tax store in yeah. there. Yeah. That's just... Matter on a fact, whole
3: corner and yep. they have every color
0: is it still like it used to be i forget the name of that store is it still like it used to be down there jamie you'd love this store it was the old-fashioned where it was stacked to the ceilings with stuff yes. I mean, there's just stuff like the old tax stores used to be before they got yeah. doverized you know mm-hmm. they're just it was just crap piled to the ceilings everywhere
3: <laughs> yeah there's like all the bridles and stuff hang up really high and the Breast collars and everything, so if you want to get one down, they have that, like, stick. The stick,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would love this tax store, Jamie. It's it's a, it? It is the epitome in Wellington.
3: Oh. It's in Wellington. It's right across
0: the street, pretty much, from the from the showgrounds. Um,
3: yeah, and yeah. it takes up, like, half of a shopping center. It's huge. It's huge. And You it's walk just, in, you're like, oh, this is a tax store, and then you turn to the other side, and you're like, oh, it's also a clothing store. <laughs> All the way over there. I can't quite see the other side, but... <laughs> It's It's like
2: big D's in Ohio just to go in there. It's just like, yeah, all the things, Yes, all the things. Now I'm on the twinkle toes website uh, because I think that sounds amazing. Although does it dry your horse's hoof out? I don't understand.
3: Point is, yeah, they're supposed to be able, like the hoof is still supposed to be able to breathe through it. I bought the glitter one. I've heard that the metallic ones they can't breathe; it. their hooves can't breathe as well through. But the the well, glitter is supposed takes to be easier. A
0: rocket launcher or a flamethrower <laughs> to get it off. Then I guess not a lot of breathing going on. It around. can't be
3: can be
2: good. But then I was <laughs> yeah. oh, so, so I went to their website to see like if they advise you on how to take it off. Um, but then they have stencil kits, and you can stencil oh, man. paint and stuff. And then I started realizing like. Oh, it says your artwork may last for days and days, or it can be easily brushed and rinsed out. It's
3: water based, so why don't they is do that the, do the, the whole... body one though? Yeah, for the like The body, yeah, the body one comes. The body glitter comes off easier. The Twinkle was, Toes is. I was thinking you have to shave it out. Level.
0: So, what does Here it say? Does it say to use paint thinner on the Twinkle Toes? Does it give you instructions on the website? I mean, it says to I,
3: use um a sander. It says to sand it off.
0: Okay, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs>
3: just, <laughs> that can't be healthy. <laughs> We're gonna be sued by the
0: Twinkle Toes people now.
3: <laughs> but I, but I do, if you get like those little blocks, like the soft sanding, like
0: the high yeah. high grit,
3: it's
2: you not could really just kind of get it. it yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I'm sorry, but I, I I I would not put the Twinkle Toes on my horse's hoof. But by God, I'm getting my fat and a Twinkle Toes stencil kit. <laughs> yeah,
3: I also bought the
0: body glitter. So, but that's easy to come. Well, off. It would look good on your gray on your almost white andalusion. Yeah, that would look good.
2: You come home yeah. and they're like, "Why are you covered in glitter? Were you at the strip club again?" <laughs> no, I was twinkle toesing my horse. <laughs> yeah,
0: for the for the barrel
3: races, I I used to spray purple glitter in my horse's mane. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah,
0: yeah. duh. I kind of, wouldn't. You? I think that's a thing for the yeah, yeah. barrel racers. That's why I went there for all the glitter
2: <laughs> twinkle toes commercial. I'm just fascinated by I wonder it. How many
0: women have actually chosen their horse sport by what you get to wear?
3: I mean, I hope a lot. like have you seen the outfits the fringe it's amazing
0: i'm going to be seeing a lot of that this weekend over at the wisa show in uh, dallas that there'll be a lot of fringe a lot of fringe this weekend well that's it for today we're going to have a full week of shows for you we have the endurance show tomorrow that is a karen i don't know if you saw uh, are you friends with karen chat and jamie on facebook i don't know she lives in northern nevada in the mountains toward california and they had those those cyclos whatever they call them that storm the storms that have come across
2: the bomb uh, cyclone yes.
0: when she had snow up to your waist last week, and they were expecting another one today and tomorrow. So Karen may be on if she has power. She lost power in the last storm, another storm coming, so tomorrow we may do endurance, or may not. We'll see what happens. And then uh, Jamie will be here on Wednesday. We have uh, Mary Kitzmiller and Jennifer on Thursday. And then uh, Lisa's going to be filling in for me on Friday, because I'm on Dallas working at Wisa. so uh, Lisa and Jamie will be here. So we have a full week of shows for you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Madison, thanks you for hanging around with us. Are you gonna stay with us for the post show? I would love to. Okay, good. So uh we'll she'll hang around with us and we'll chat in the post show. Uh anything else, Jamie?
2: I'm gonna have some potential drama Wednesday or Friday for you. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> She's planning
0: on it. She's planning the drama right <laughs> like now. Like I was like,
2: Do I tell him today? No, No teaser. I'm going to tease, and there's 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 two potential dramas. So, like, do I save them both for Friday? Do I uh, give you one on Wednesday and one on Friday? I don't know what to do. I don't know. Because there's going to be a follow-up on Monday, next Monday. There's so much going on. Okay. <clears throat> Stand by. Spain neuter, geld. Glenn doesn't even know what it is. He's dying.
0: I'm uh, writing a note to Lisa right now
2: you
1: to fill in she's <laughs> fired <Yeah. laughs>